a good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, and our uh, podcasting stations. And this is the second um, episode of Shakita Speaks. And this week's episode is going to be about expectations. What's up, Keita? Hey. Hi, um, everybody. Good evening. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, nothing. So, a few days ago, um, there was a clip going around. Um, and in the clip, um, the husband and wife, um, their last name is Ellis, um, and they were having a discussion from their podcast. And um, I, don't, I don't know if you posted in the group or I posted in the group. Just, you know, for um, some dialogue, um, there was a clip. Um, we're going to play it in a second. Uh, and there was a clip where he um, spoke about um, his expectations of marriage um, and that his expectation was to have sex all of the time. And if he was not able to, um, if if you're, and he said, you know, if your mate is not able to um, pretty much um, live up to their vow of marriage, which included, you know, having sex whenever the other partner wanted to, why would you pressure or force them or bribe them or whatever you want to call it into being in a monogamous relationship? And his wife kind of, you know, was a little confused because she was like, you know, I pressured you to marry me? And he was like, yeah. And he really, you know, he just kind of came out his face and said, you know, you pressured me to marry you. And if you were not going to, you know, be available for me to have sex with regularly, why would you pressure me into this monogamous relationship? And I, I, have, the, hmm? I have the clip. I'm going to show it. I'm going to put the clip up. A lot of okay. women do complain that oh, my husband's always on me. Why is he always on me? If sex is going to be a chore for you that you don't really want to do, why do women constantly push monogamy on men? If you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time just wanting you, mm-hmm. why do you push monogamy on men? Well, who's to say I pushed anything on anybody? Like, Well, we know that people, you pushed monogamy on me. I pushed monogamy. I forced you to get married to me? Time out. You said to me, you never pressured me to. (laughs) So I've been hearing. So, you know, I I get a lot of this from my male friends as well. I have really great relationships with, you know, a few um, men. um, And we're really, really good friends. And we talk about all kinds of things. And even argue from time to time about you know different things and this is one of those things that I feel like we seem to argue about a lot um I have friends who are um Christians um um, men that are um clergy in the church then I have a couple of male friends that are Muslim and you know they are like this is an issue for them you know um and of course you know my my male friends that are, you know, in the church that are that have high positions in church, they're pastors. They're they think this is BS. Like, you know, how could you say somebody, you know, pressured you into monogamy? You know, this is marriage, and marriage is sacred, and marriage is, you know, important, and marriage is all of these wonderful things that you know equal the rest of my life, which is, you know, children, partnership, love, everything. So. I decided to go and read, uh, go and watch the entire hour-long which I know nobody else <laughs> went to go do. <laughs> um, because they're just completely taking his words out of context. But in that particular clip, though, you know, he said what he meant. He felt he he felt like he was pressured, and I think you know everybody's expectations are different, um, and everybody has standards, you know. And I and I and I often find that. A lot of women will waver their standards um, to have a man, to be in a relationship, to be married to somebody, you know. And then you have men who will do the same because they, you know, they want to be with you um, and they're not thinking, you know, long term. And, um, you know, in the midst of his going back and forth with his wife, which was um, very interesting because they were able to be very, very transparent with one another. 
And I find that when you're when I'm having conversations with men, especially on this platform, they're not transparent at all. You know, they all, you know, uh, you know, nobody's saying like, you know, I've been through that. And I'm not and let me let me take that back. Because because then I'm not the only a couple of men in the policy. There have been a couple of guys who are on the show um, who are very transparent, Cameron being one of them. He's very, very transparent and he's super honest. Um, but you know, for the most part, I just feel like a lot of men just are not. And if you didn't listen to the whole hour-long clip, he does get into how um, you know he was never taught what being a husband is. She wasn't either. That there, um, you know, there could be so many different reasons why somebody does not want to have sex with you all the time. And then he said, you know, I've had men before me, you know, even my age, who were married or in these committed relationships. And they would just kind of like, you know, kind of say, you know, are you sure you want to get married? Are you sure you want to do that? But nobody was being transparent and said, or talking or being honest and saying, you know, when they say, oh, you know, you're not going to have sex, but they're not telling you why you're not. They all make it seem like it's the worst thing in the world. And this woman is just going to make you feel so less than, and it's going to deprive you from this physical interaction that you're going to crave and want all the time. She's just simply not going to want it just because she's not going to want it just because she's a woman, you know? And when I posted that in the group and I said, you know, a lot of times when a woman doesn't want to have sex with you regularly all the time that way, it's because it's, it's you. And a lot of the, they was like, oh, and you know, one guy was like, Oh, how do you know? You, you can't speak for all of me. I'm not, I'm not speaking. I'm not, I'm not I'm speaking. I, I open my mouth. I type with my fingers. I'm talking about myself, and I'm telling you that most of the time it is because it is because of you. You know, like this. And he didn't. He in that clip he didn't get into how he wants his wife to dress up all of the time. Like he literally wants her to put on like a costume and be dressed up to have sex. I can't imagine that. But that's what he wants. That's what he needs. Even if she's not used to it. But so every time we have to have sex, I have to dress up and have on this wig and the full face of makeup and do it. Like, you know, maybe she just doesn't want to do that all the time. So, you know, there, there's there's so many layers to all of that. But the the the, the expectation that I'm going to marry somebody or be in a committed relationship with somebody and they're always going to be physically available for me all the time, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I feel like more men need to be a little bit more transparent about why and how those things you know happen and, and I'm and I'm not gonna say that all men care and actually even know because I don't think that a lot of them know and I think that's why when a woman says if she doesn't want to have sex with you all the time it's, it's, it's probably you that the first thing you want to do is get offended and act like well what do you mean it's us you who said that if you've never been through that before and have never been honest enough or had the type of relationship with your mate to be honest and ask her what it is then you'll never know. You'll never know. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because um, when I saw the clip, the first clip, um, it's it, it's kind of crazy because sometimes the person will talk about a clip and uh, sometimes a person will be like, oh, you're taking out of context. Um, so the first clip did exactly what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It, it made them seem like they had a, a real bad relationship. And then seeing the other clip that I saw today, you see how they were really, even though um, they had a real good conversation, and um, I really believe it was great that a younger couple, could, they were very transparent and expressed their insecurities mm-hmm. with each other. And um, it's amazing that a lot of times, like you said, a, a, a individual may not um, be able to express their insecurities with their significant other. Um, and it's really sad that you a person can get to that point where, you know, you got a you got a big stomach. We can't have sex the way we used to, so I just don't want to have sex with you. But I'm scared to tell you mm. that you need to lose a little weight because we can't position ourselves. I mean, I'm just we just having an adult conversation. I don't want right. to be too or graphic, the, but right or, or love the person you're with enough to say, look. The way you like to do it, don't work for us no more. Yeah. We got to come up with a different position. We might have to get a different type of chair. We might have to get half on the floor and half on, like to, to but to say it, and but and it's not it's not on how you say it. It's just about being honest, quite frankly. You know, like 
my stomach is in the way. So we got to figure out how we going to do this. Cause I, I'd be too tired and I don't feel anything. Take, take all the breath out of me. Maybe we can, maybe we can buy that special chair that'll fix it and we can do It's just a matter of being able to have a discussion. Yeah, because I, 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 I noticed that not not that um not not within myself, but when you have when you have certain conversations with people, and we had discussed behind the scenes how, you know, maybe younger we didn't understand the value of having the opposite sex friendship, but you when you get older you understand and you value those friendships where you can have those type of conversations. Even uh, me and yourself, we have conversations that people be like. What are y'all talking about? But it's basically to get to know each other and to get to know the opposite sex and what they think. Right. Um, the reason why I say that is because a lot of times, like I said, the insecurities that, you know, damn, you was, you know, you was buff 110 pounds when we met. Now you, you know, not 110 pounds, 185 pounds when we met. Now you a big guy and, you know, you, all you do is go to work. You know, you don't take care of yourself the way you used to. You don't go to the gym. You don't work out. And, and you know, a female may feel like, you know what, if I tell him that I'm not feeling him like that physically like I used to, he might blow up. He don't know how to handle criticism, definitely criticism from his significant other. So I might as well just say not say nothing. And this may go on months, practically almost years, and they could basically fall out of love from each other. Right. I mean, I, I, you know, and to be a little transparent, like I remember I was dating this guy and he um, and we were we were, I guess, more or less like we were in a relationship. I try not to count things that disappear because I, I hate being stuck in the past. So I usually just be like this guy. So anyway, <laughs> if one is over, it's over, child. So um, but I'm, I'm, I just feel like I need to make a point. So meeting him. Um, he always discussed, you know, what his um, standards were. And he was like, you know, if I get married, you know, I want a woman who doesn't tell me no. Like, I don't want a woman to tell me no. And I'm the kind of person, whether you're my friend or we're seeing each other, I want to know what does that entail? What do you mean tell you no? He said, you know, no. And I was like, so you want somebody to have sex with you all the time, whether she wants to or not. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to have sex with somebody who doesn't want to have sex with me. Like, I, that makes me uncomfortable. I was like, so then what are you talking about? I don't think people understand what that means to, to always have to have sex on demand for somebody else. Especially when you, as a mate, don't study what turns that other person on. When you don't know your mate well enough to say they're not in the mood right now or they don't want to right now. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? And I feel like there's such a burden on women to always be readily available to have sex with this with this man whenever he wants, whether you're turned on or not. It's like, well, he's turned on and he's attracted to you and now he's fondling you. That should feel good enough for you to want to have sex. No, it does not. Because what turns you on doesn't turn me on. You know, just being groped doesn't turn somebody on sometimes. Or just because you think I look good when I walk in the door from work and I still have my work clothes and my high heels and, you know, I'm still all made up from work, that doesn't mean that I want to be, I want to have sex when I get in the door. Like, that's not what that means for me. So what are you going to do to get me to a place where I want to have sex with you? Because clearly having sex with you means the wind blows and you want to have sex. So I feel like, you know, when you, you, your expectations of what sex is for you isn't for everybody. And and when do people, you know, are, are transparent enough and honest enough to say that? I don't understand that. You think that, you think that, um, the communication, like I told you, like when I saw the second part, it was just, it really meant what you said was actually an, ex, uh, an extended, an extension of the, the major part, which was an hour. I think their community, like I said earlier, I think their communication was awesome and their transparency was awesome. Uh, And I think that for a younger couple, I think that um, some of us older people need to take note of trying to be um, as transparent as they are. Because a lot of times, you know, like you said, it it don't even, it may not have nothing to do with the guy. It can have something to have she feel about herself. She could feel a certain way about herself and it's like, you know, and may feel comfortable telling her girlfriends like, you know, uh, I don't want to work and dealt with them people at work all day. 
you know, for lack of better words, and, and, and for those that don't know, I, I don't I don't talk like what I'm about to say. This is not she may not feel like letting nobody pound on her. Like ain't nobody, nobody gonna be doing that like yo. No, ain't nobody. And, and I think that that's I think that's the difference. And I I often say I often say and I'm and I'm I curse, I'm a cursor. But I always say I don't want nobody effing on me. Like, you know, there's a difference between somebody in my space and we mutually are agreeing and we're mutually turned on and we're mutually making that conscious decision to have sex and that doesn't have to be verbal it could just be physical cues and things that we're doing that we're both deciding to do at that moment i don't want somebody humping on me pounding on me effing on me i don't want that i want it to be mutual i don't want to have to feel obligated to have sex with you and I think when when people were like, yeah, yeah, you you heard what he said, you heard what he said, you also need to understand that they have been married for 18 years. Yeah. And when she told him, I'm not moving in with anybody until I'm engaged, she was young. She was in her early 20s. And she had every right to have that standard. And she had every right to set that expectation. And if he felt as though he couldn't live up to it, he should have made a different decision. Nobody pressures anybody into marrying them. Nobody. And if you allow somebody to pressure into marrying you, then you're a fool, and that's something that you'll have to deal with in your own personal time. Since, since you brought up your, your your favorite word, you know that I think that word is like uh, on the tip of your tongue every day. Standards. Word is um, born. Do you <laughs> do you think? Do you think that, that that sometimes we get caught up with the minutia of I'm attracted to this person um, because you know we all know f- first attraction is physical. I'm attracted to this person so much that you lower your standards and don't even realize it. I think that happens when you're young, and I think that could have happened to him. But I also believe that when he was that young and she told him that this was her standard and this was her expectation, I think he did, he, like he said, you even me. though I think it, <laughs> even though I think it, but like he said, I was, he, he said I was too immature to think about my life in the long run. And then he also said, because he wanted in the long run to have a wife and have a family, he understood how important it was for him to say, if this is the person that I want to marry, then I need to step to her level. But what you don't understand as well is that there's a compromise in between. If she's, if a person, male or female, because then that was an issue too. There's just men who have high sex drives. There are women who have high sex drives as well. And the men can't keep up. So when you when you're with somebody that you care about and you want to build a life with them, whether it's in business, along with kids, and you want to have this whole legacy that you leave behind, you also have to be transparent enough to have a conversation about how are you feeling and how you know is it me? Because he thought it was him at one point. He was like, you know, I'm in the gym, I have great hygiene. Like, what's the problem? Why doesn't she want me? And you know, he thought it was him, and she said, you know, she felt so bad that he thought it was him, but. He said it's not you you know and she was like you know going to things like you know we had all of these children my body was changing i was uncomfortable and he said you know and i thought this was so important he was like you know even though you didn't like certain things about you when a man picks you and they love you they love all aspects of you you know and i think we women get caught up in well you know he doesn't want to have sex with me because my body has changed or he doesn't want to have sex with me because I don't look the same anymore. You know, there are plenty of men that don't want to have sex anymore. They do the same exact thing. You know, like one minute we're fine and then we had this baby and now he doesn't want to have sex with me anymore. It's like that. It's like that. Why. It's like that meme when she gets stretch marks. Come here, you little tiger. Right. Some men, but he, like he said, he loved all of that. And then there's some men who don't like it at all. So that's why I feel like, you know, when expectations come into play, I think it's a huge, I think it's, it's I think it's, you know, your expectations for what you want. You can't always, you're dealing with a completely different human being. People are like, oh, when you get married, you become one. No, you don't. You don't become one. You still have two different hearts. You still have two different minds, two completely different entities, bodies, spirits, everything. You are not one damn person. And you might grow and you might grow apart. Absolutely. And even if you grow apart, even if you grow, I don't even think that people grow apart. I think they grow in different directions. You know, come visit me sometime from your from where you are. 
we don't have to we can we can be in different directions come visit me sometime come see step into my space and see what i'm doing and how i'm doing instead of thinking that everything i do has to be in the same as that footsteps in the same footprint as you you know when i walk here and i'm starting to do this with my life you can't sit back and feel like you're being left because you have to understand that i'm a completely different person it's, you know, it's and, like it's like me and Keisha was talking earlier. In some instances, it's like we were we reward irresponsible behavior. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then when you have standards, you know, people make you feel so bad about them. It's almost like <laughs> I have to always constantly remind people I'm not giving anybody any advice, right? So there are going to people that that can relate. And there are going to be people who cannot relate. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I never look at other, when people say, oh, yes, that's right, girl, whether it's a man or a woman, I never, I never say that they're agreeing with me. I think they're just relating to what I'm saying because I'm, I'm not, I'm, what I'm talking about isn't. I'm going I'm I'm to ask you a question that, 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 that speaks into the standard, the standard thing and, and try to, um, you, Use use social media as an example, which is not always the greatest example. Because, do you feel like when a, when a person sets standards and they'll say, mature mature conversations going on through social media, and if somebody says their standards, do you think that an individual like their whole agenda is to try to break the person's standards? I think so. I like really instead so. of instead of saying, I see oh. what you're saying. Let me step up my game. I'm interested in you. Let me step up my game. Instead, we'll try to break you down within that conversation. Like literally, you know, uh, figuratively break you in social media. Do you think that happens a lot? Uh, uh, Quite often. Quite often. And, you know, I always say this. there's, There's all different types of people, right? But when I am, and I, and when I'm meeting somebody and I'm, and I'm, if I'm meeting somebody in a romantic way, um, I just kind of let things naturally happen. Unless he's asking me something very, very particular, I just kind of try to let things happen in a natural way. But every once in a while, I'll meet a man, and he'll be interested in me romantically, but we'll meet as friends. And we'll be having these conversations, and I could be saying, like, all of these things that I'm saying, you know? Like, my standards, my expectations, all of these things. And it sounds so difficult. It sounds so hard. It sounds so terrible. It sounds so intimidating. It sounds so many things. And I always say to myself, this is somebody that I couldn't date. Because if you can't listen, if you can't talk to me as a friend and let me just talk, you know, and not take it personal and feel feel so inadequate, then I would never want to date you. And then I come across men that I can have that very same conversation with and they can relate. They'd be like, yes, there's because I have standards, too. I have I have expectations as well, you know, but I always say no matter what my expectations and or my standards are. The person that I like enough, I'll be able to bend and move. You know what I mean? Like there'll there'll be things that'll happen that I'll be like, you know, what? it's okay because I like them. But then there'll be things that I don't care how much I like you. I will stop talking to you over because I cannot, I, I can't let that go. And it being in a social media environment, and I mean, just having Facebook and Instagram, I post things all the time that I think are absolutely hilarious. And people who know me, men or women, crack up laughing and go about their business. And then there are other people, especially I feel like men who will take notes and write things down and think that they know you and think that they you know they're 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 judgy and they feel so um they feel so bad and i always say you know and i and i don't always say but in in a friend environment i'm talking to my friends but let me say this here right now the whomever's listening and and read status or post and stuff that i post and they're a little uncomfortable my standards are my standards right and what i'll tolerate and what i won't tolerate is my business i'm not i don't speak for every woman i speak for myself and if there's something that i'm saying that makes you feel so uncomfortable because you know you're not that man or you know that i would never date you like if if i'm saying something and it makes you feel like damn i don't have that 
you know that's your personal problem i'm not going to alter that and change that because it makes somebody else feel comfortable who you can't do that i'm not a mind reader i don't think that other people are mind readers i just feel like people need to stick to how they feel do you think do you think that's odd that when you do if you do like we said social media has a way of having a mind of its own but when you do post something that's very transparent about yourself is it amazing to you that a person could even have feelings about what you post about yourself yeah i think it's absolutely crazy and it's literally like the same post from you know the ellis family that that one soundbite of this man saying then why would you pressure everybody was like oh yeah she pressured him into marriage they've been and and happy but have issues everybody has issues right but they've been married for 18 years how do you get all of that from that you didn't even watch the whole thing like you didn't even care to listen or watch the whole thing and get some clarity about the situation you just wanted something to fuel your narrative of what you think that these people are like because that's who you are and that's how you that's that's where you are right and that's how you're like and I think it's the same with people. So when you when you post something to be transparent, whether you mean it or not, you know, sometimes I, I might agree with uh, something, but that doesn't mean that that's me, right? So instead of you saying that to yourself, it's just a post, whomever it is. It's never just a post to some people. You know, some people it's like, they, they make taking little notes and they think they know something about somebody. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And yes. I, think they don't, I think they don't have any intentions on getting to know a person, they are anything. It's just, it feeds their narrative. Oh, I knew she, I knew he was like that. Oh, I knew she was like that. You know? It's kind of crazy that a person, you know, um, nobody wants to be um, on social media and be so self-righteous, but it's kind of crazy that sometimes we will give somebody ourselves and don't expect nothing in return from mm-hmm. them. Or, mm-hmm. or, or don't even know them enough to give them yourself like you slept with this man or or i slept with this female and it's like um you have people will say well i had no expectation it was just sex Mm. to each his own i don't even want to go down that rabbit that that rabbit hole because people may think i'm i'm being funny but it's like okay um isn't your sex worth it enough to expect something but when i hear people say that especially like and and i'm saying this from because i feel like more and i'm only saying this from this way because i feel like more women get hurt by men who have no expectations and i feel like a lot of times women nowadays don't have any either because it's like well it's kind of like it fits into the whole um it's like dumbing yourself down you know what i mean so that you don't get hurt anymore you know, so they keep running it. Well, you know, I didn't have any expectations. Well, I do. And I do. All, and this is why I speak like I speak and I say it out loud. Because I'd be like, if somebody else can hear me say that and, and see that I'm comfortable in my space, I'm comfortable, you know, living my life, you know, and I'm not, you know, nobody knows if I'm married. See, nobody knows any of my business. But what I'm saying is I'm comfortable living my life. So I don't care how my expectations or my standards sound to anybody else it's none of my business they're mine and i have expectations from anybody that i allow in my space i mean you could at least expect to walk in the park right but (laughs) some i mean but even if you even if you expected something and that person hurt your feelings that doesn't mean that now the next person well don't expect anything you absolutely should and I'm not even talking about expecting a bare minimum. How do, how do you expect somebody to be nice? Be like, well, he was so nice. He's supposed to be nice. You know, oh, she was so nice. You're supposed to be nice. Like, that's the bare minimum. That's the only thing you expected them was to be nice. Or they was like, you know, well, at least they were honest. And I respect the fact that they were honest. You're supposed to be. I don't respect nobody for being honest. Like, so what? Mm. So what? So what? You so what? You were honest, and who even knows if you're honest? Who knows? I call you, for all I know, you could be lying still. Yeah, it's just, it's it's an amazing thing, and it's funny that that we got on expectations because I think people are just I you know to each his own. Everybody matures in their own way. Maybe when maybe. At a different time in my life, I probably felt that way about expectations. But at least you should have some type of self worth, self worth, and self value of 
who you are because at least you know expect something. Right, but be quite <laughs> honest, I've gone through different stages, right? So I've gone through stages where whether I expected something or not, I having your feelings hurt because you subconsciously wanted somebody to be a certain way and they weren't, or coming across or having them or having no expectations and then having somebody be absolutely amazing is a really, really good feeling. And then, you know, you get hurt once or twice, and then you go through this whole, I don't expect nothing from nobody. Well, I'm here at this age in my life where <laughs> I expect what I expect, and I want what I want. I'm not writing, I'm not writing nothing down. I'm not giving nobody no checklist to date me. Either you can make those things happen, or you can't. And if something yeah. happens that I don't like, I'll, I'll tell you about it. And you know you're not going to get thirty chances to fix it. You're going to love. You're going to love this statement from you too. You're going to love this one. It's I'm right up your. On. It's right up your alley. Look we'll on the look on the screen. I have my glasses. People' expectations are, are so low. They are mad when others have expectations. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I've had I've had men and women tell me. You know, basically, who do you think you are wanting somebody to do all of that? Like, you want somebody to do all of that? You're going to be by yourself forever. <laughs> you can't curse me, bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to be by myself. <laughs> you going to be by yourself because you have no expectations. And if you with somebody, he's going to drag you all the way to hell. And you're going to wallow in hell with this man or this woman because you have no expectations. <laughs> Julia says, Smokey Robin said, we got to shop around. <laughs> we absolutely do. I've had a man say to me, I don't, I don't, I don't expect my wife to cook for me. You know, I know how to cook for myself. You know, my mother taught me how to cook. But in the same breath, right, he was telling me about how when he was married, his wife wouldn't cook. But that's what you get. You had no expectation. Like, how do you? Be in a relationship, marry somebody who won't even feed you. And you knew that feeding, you knew that that was important to you because you worked really hard and you knew how a home cooked meal felt in your spirit, the way it lifted your spirits and made you feel good to have a woman fix you something to eat and cook for you. But you so busy trying to be a pick me joker because you were saying that to me. Mom, don't he even could, say that to me. I cook. I cook for my entire could, family. He I'm couldn't even get a plate. I, I'm a cooker. I cook two to three times a day when my house is full. So he there's no way that I would have a husband and I would not fix him something hot to eat every single time he asked. And then the times when he didn't ask, then my house... And if I had a husband... I ain't talking about no boyfriend. I'm talking about husband. Every single day he would have something hot to eat. Every single day, only because I know I like to cook, and I knew that he, I know what he would eat it, and it wouldn't go to waste. So please don't be trying to date me with the low expectations. Talking about something, I don't need a woman to cook for me because my so, mom told me how to cook. So, so Shakita, let me ask you because you know you you um you know this this is your show, <laughs> and a lot of and a lot of times people will think well she just a certain way and they don't know. So you expect the guy you're dealing with to have high expectations as well. Absolutely. That was <laughs> and I know I know that me and Shakita laughing. It's just that sometimes <laughs> when you know something about somebody, you guys don't know a lot about her. And I'm asking her questions that I kind of know already. Absolutely. But you you Shakita, I want you to so, be high maintenance and bougie too. Yeah. Dress up. I want you to dress up every night. You gotta be smart as a whip, <laughs> and that's the one thing that really attracts me to somebody is that they're smart and they're progressive. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be bothered with nobody who's just stuck in their ways and don't learn and don't care about being educated. But I, that's that's extremely important. I don't know how anybody want to be with somebody who, who isn't, who don't have any expectations. Because what what. I don't know, man. I, 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 and I know it happens because I, I see people and, and I hate to say, I don't hope this don't sound mean, but I can't fix it. I can't say it no better way. But I be looking at people that be married 
And I'd be like, that's why I'm not married because I can't imagine dealing with that. And it's, it's, and what I want and what I need, and I'm not saying this person is going to be perfect. And I'm not saying that the person that's around is perfect. So I'm, so, you know, if, if this person is listening or whatever, mind your business and just let me be transparent and talk. I'm not saying that anybody has to be perfect, but when people who say, you know, nobody's perfect and they don't strive for perfection, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, you know, like you don't, you don't want to be, you don't even want to try to be the best that you can be all the time. And we're not talking about having a mental health issue. We're not talking about not feeling well. We're not talking about being in a slump. We're talking about your regular self. Like you're never at your best. I want to be the best person that I can be all the time. And at least try. Stephanie said, uh, especially smell good too. Yes, Stephanie, no. <laughs> That's important. That is so important. Oh my God. I remember I used to date this guy. And he never smelled like nothing. Like he didn't smell like anything. Like he would just smell like whatever he showered in. And that was an issue for me. You know, and I and I said something multiple times. Like, how do you want us to like I'm not trying to go on by that. I want I want you that turns me on. I want well, you to smell like something. F, I even F, want him cologne. FYI for those in the chat, why don't y'all name some of the stuff that y'all like to smell? Gucci guilty, superior. Wow. I know a you couple of them. <laughs> You know what's so funny? Because smelling good is such a big deal to me, that's I just expect you to smell good all the time. So because that is a big deal to me, I buy I feel like I've bought almost every man that I've ever dated seriously cologne. I bought them all real and I mean I know you know good cologne. I think that a man should have a nice watch. I probably bought them all watches. I mean, I'm sorry. If y'all all listening, I'm sorry. Yeah, I bought y'all all the same shit. Different colognes, different watches. <laughs> but it's important to me. That's my, that's what I want you to look a certain way. I want you to smell a certain way. Like that's, that's a big deal to me. And the fact that I can say it, stand in it and provide it. I, I want you to do this. If you want me to be, if you, there's something that you want me to have, if you want my hair and nails done all the time, cough up that coin. That's all. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not going to do it because I get my, nail, my nails and hair and stuff done. But if you want my hair a certain way, perfect example. This guy was like, I love when your hair is braided. My hair braided costs $300. I'm not getting it braided all the time because I can't afford $300 hair braids all the time. Julia but, said, "Product, product over cocoa butter." Ooh, ooh so off. Who said that? Julia, Julia said, "Product over ooh. cocoa butter." That cocoa butter does the thing. Pay attention. This man didn't chat. smell like cocoa butter. This man didn't smell like cocoa butter. This man ain't—he didn't even smell like that. I couldn't. I, I mean, and I liked him, and I thought he was nice, and he was extremely handsome. Very, very handsome. But we're talking about getting down and getting romantic. Spray something on you. Shit. Come on. I've asked you a hundred times. Yeah, maybe, maybe with, with that expectation, like we discussed in the beginning, like he wanted her to, he wanted her to um, dress, dress up. up, dress up. Yes. You'll get that if you get that. Yes. Okay, Steph Stephanie said Dior, Savage, yes, that's Tom that's Ford. F fabulous. Yes, <laughs> Steph got, got Stephanie cussing on the chat. That's um, Tom Ford. It smells so good. Oh my god, that smells so good. But yeah, I I, so 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 the thing is that a lot of times when a person is very, I'm I'm not gonna say you're opinionated or that. It's just that you're very. For those that don't know you, even in social media, sometimes you'll post something but sometimes you're very transparent and somebody that has that always speaks about their standards you expect someone to have them expectations and standards as well Absolutely. and this is this is the thing that a lot of times that don't happen is that a person won't have if they do got standards they won't say it mm -hmm. or or like like we discussed um a lot of times people will just be wanting a cookie or whatever and it's like you yeah, want me to give myself to you, or uh huh, uh huh. You, 
you need that? You like that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Because all they want to do is have sex with you. And like I said, I don't... When you... When you if you... If you are... You somebody know, said... Somebody says, sis, I'm going to have to reserve my comment. The reason why she's reserving her comment, because that's my cousin. So uh, she probably she probably feel uncomfortable saying it, saying it, and I'm saying it. But it's the truth, though. Like, but that's another reason why I don't, you know, let loose with all my expectations and standards sometimes either. Because they will just do exactly what you say. They'll take notes, write it all down, and then just copy it and do it just to appear and behave as if they are. Dougie, that 1045 phone call to about what you're doing. I'm about to slide through. Yeah, and they'll just pretend to be the perfect mate. You'll be in a full on relationship with them. Because a lot of people don't know how to break up with folks. I do. I'll break up with you. And now you're in a relationship and now you're stuck and you can't get out. And you be just toying. If they do something that you don't like, there's something that is, you know, that is uh, breaking one of your rules. Like, you know, being considerate of your time and standing you up for dates and not apologizing and doing things. But this is your boyfriend or this is your girlfriend. You know, you keep telling her that you're a stickular for time. And every time you go and pick her up, she's an hour late. You were late to your Christmas party. You were late to your boss's house for dinner. You just Man. keep being late, and she just doesn't give a shit. Hey, yo, I was in a, I was in a situation like that, and uh, that thing used to drive me crazy because I'm a stickler for time, mm-hmm. and um, I'll co- I, I'll come early before late to any any event. Like I'll leave. I I still do it. And I was in a situation where the person I was dealing with was not a stickler for time. And um, woo. I mean, you gotta you gotta get those things out because certain little uh stuff like that, man, that can lead to like major arguments in a yeah, relationship. Yeah, you be ready because... to beat somebody the hell up. Because <laughs> you got you got people that love to make grand entrances, love to be late, and you be like, man, I don't do the late thing. Like I, you know, you know. So one of one of the things that that I know that you wanted to really address is. Like with the, with the even the topic of the show expectations is that we discuss behind the scenes is having that communication um, and how important and I like I said I noticed it when I seen the second part with the other part the communication I kind of was envious of it because they were having for a couple I mean I'm quite sure they were doing a, their podcast but they were having a real deep conversation and when you could kind of like see people. Um, visually outside of a podcast when he said certain things and her body language was not apprehensive to what he was saying you could see that they were very very close and very real with each other about how they felt and you know I really appreciated watching the rest of the video right and that's just like this guy I was seeing and uh, he was saying how he would get around his friends and they wives and everybody would get together and they would try to have those types of discussions with each other and then it would be like say there's three couples two of the couples go home and fight and then one couple don't speak to each other for days because you said something there and it hurt my feelings or you told them my business and now I feel like this and the same guy I would you know be having conversations out loud or I would come onto the show and say something and he would feel like I was talking about him all of the time and I would be like, you know, and then he would feel like, you know, oh, you're telling our business. And I was just like, I, I, you, you have to understand, it's not about telling your business or anything of that nature. As envious as you might have felt when you watched them talk and, and converse with one another, I've never been in a relationship, and I mean, talk, and I mean, a, a real one, with a man that we got along. I've always been able to be transparent and talk to any man that I've ever been in a relationship with, no matter what we discussed. I've had relationships with men that we've been, we have been together for years and we never had a argument. Yeah, and I know, and I know like this. We were able to communicate with each other and just talk and it was nothing to be offended about. Why? Because you know I care about you. You know I love you. So why, if I'm talking to you about something, why would you be offended? And if we're talking amongst our friends and I'm being transparent, why does everything have to be about us? What if I'm just talking about situations and relationships and things that I've heard and 
things that I've gone through in my past. Like, why does everything have to revolve around you and be so negative? And I think that comes when you are dealing with somebody who's insecure, when you're dealing with somebody who um, isn't secure in the relationship, and they have their own personal issues, you know, and then they put it on you, and then they tell you, well, you know, you shouldn't say that when we're around people, or you shouldn't say that when you're on that platform, because, you know, you were talking about me, but who would even know? Who would even know? <laughs> right? Like, right now, if the, randomly, every guy that I've ever dated listen to this show tonight, I'm sure they can probably be like, oh, she's talking about me. I bet they all can say she's talking about me. I bet they all could. But you don't know if I will. Why can't, you should be able to allow a person, your spouse, your significant other, to always be free to express themselves, no matter how they're expressing themselves. Because now that you're in, a, in an environment where people are listening and have expectations of you, you should be able to, to, to converse with them in a healthy, positive way, instead of reacting in a negative way. Because here you have a, a platform to be able to express yourself. That's the perfect time. Yes, yeah, it's, it's called the fixed managing control theory. My cousin said, I tell people all, I tell people I love that I'm not afraid to be hurt, to be hurt their feelings because I care. And trust has to be established, Julia. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I've had, I've had men say to me, you know, what do you want in a relationship? And I would say, I just want to be myself. And they Wanna, go, what do you mean? I want to be myself. And they don't understand that until I go to say something to them, and their feelings are hurt. And I be thinking to them, why are your feelings hurt? What are you talking about? Like One some the, people don't know how to allow another person to be themselves because it makes them uncomfortable. Those people I don't deem. That's why I'm, I'm particular. That's why, you know, no matter if I'm expressing my standards to, you know, in the forum or when I'm talking to my friends, that's between me and my friends. I'm not having these conversations with men. The minute you put me in a situation where I'm uncomfortable and I feel like I can't express myself, I'm going to address it. And I'm going to see, and I'm going to ask you questions, and we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to see if it's just that one time, or if you're like this with everybody. Because if you're that, like this with everybody, you got to go. Is that when you start cussing? That's when I be like, you know, this is a work for me. And I, and I will say, that this relationship does not work for me. You don't like me like that. And they be like, what do you mean? You don't like me enough to allow me to be myself. And it's no hard feelings. I... You can. I don't want to be confined, or I don't want to be put in a box, and 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 feel like I'm forced to be with you. I'd rather be free, so I can find somebody that appreciates me for who I am. That's all. So with that, um, you guys in the chat, Shakita is coming up on her 28th birthday in three days. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be 28 years young. But but anyway. Do you have anything uh, to add, Shakita? I know that I know that you don't like to talk about politics. The next time you do a show, we may have a new president. You don't know how bad I wish me and you and Keisha was able to talk about um, Ice Cube. I wanted to talk about Ice Cube so bad. But what I will say is this, because you know I, this was on my mind the other day. So I did my mail-in ballot. And I don't know if anybody else had to mail in their ballot. Um, I had to drop it off at the low drop box. Just be very mindful of how you fill out the um, the ballot form. You need to, you know, use a black pen, fill in the circles. You need to, um, there's like two envelopes, like this one thing you got to fill in. You have to make sure that you know what you're doing when you fill up that envelope. You're not going to have any other chances. Just be very mindful and read the directions. I will say that. My son helped me because he had did his first. Then he showed me how to do it, and we dropped that result. So just be very mindful when you open up your mail-in ballot because it's a little packet, and it will give you all the instructions and tells you how to fill it out. Just be very mindful of that. I think I think I think me, you, and Keisha still do the show before the election. I just got to see see exactly what day. Things that I really want to say. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I think that um, most people, they try to, we'll discuss that, we'll discuss that today in the show. We'll, we'll yeah, I think that. we need to talk about that. I want to talk about how, you know, I've been seeing a lot 
of people saying how black men are voting for Trump. I want to have a discussion around that because I don't think that they are. You know, I don't think it's a lot. You know, I, I, and, I, and I'm just, and if, and if, I don't know what's going to happen or who's going to win, but I'm not going to have them being blamed for Trump being I'm, president. I know, I know one thing about the election that's interesting is why we'll discuss it. We'll discuss yeah, it because I think this would be a very interesting that. show. Yeah, I'm um, not allow that to happen. So definitely want to just we have to figure that out. Maybe we'll do that next week. We should do next, that next week. We could do it next Monday. Okay. Next Monday. But listen, you guys in the chat, Shakita is here with us every other week with Shakita speaks. Um if you if you guys have any topics that you'd like to talk with Shakita, she's more than welcome to to to, to invite people to her show. Because she, like I said, she's very um, opinionated, and most people will think that it's in a negative way. But I just think that her, she wears her opinions on her sleeve, and she's going to, t- she's not going to be a robotic. Just put it that way, she's and going to tell care. you how I she feels. To be honest, I don't care what people have negative to say. And everybody gets a chance. Everybody gets one chance to say something negative. In the coming future, say something to be negative, and I don't mean like disagree. I mean, like, call me names, be rude, be nasty to me. Everybody gets one chance because I don't fall for it at first. I try to I try to stick to it because, you know, if, I, if what I'm saying won't land if I stoop to your level. But you, everybody gets one chance. After that, I'm coming for your mama, you, and your cousin, too. And, and I'm going to let you guys know in the future, I'm going to ask Shakita to explain her go-to-hell statement. So, just be prepared. <laughs> With that, everybody in the chat, stay safe and have a blessed night. Good night, everybody. Keep up the expectations and standards. <laughs>